Coming up, we begin by discussing slang terms for mustaches and new flavors of sparkling water. Then we briefly dive into the state of our nation and end with Lego Robotics and what Colby's growing in his living room. Stick around, it starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 276, recorded June 1st, 2020, Upper Lip Polstery. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the the internet, and you. I am Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who just have fantastic bangs. It is Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. My bangs have just gotten gross, and I look at you guys got the the the, the swift, the swath, the I don't know what you call it, the quaff, the the swoosh, the swoosh. I mean, Col- Colby's hair is really more of a explosion. <laughs> yeah, we're at the explosion stage. People have started commenting on it. They're worried so. your hair's trying to escape. <laughs> yeah, just let it go free. <laughs> that that it that it'll consume me. Yes, he's more hair than man now. <laughs> uh, now, yeah. now you could you could swoosh it too, Sean. You just have to keep growing it up. Yeah, that's the so I've already committed that I, I've always kept my hair short for two main reasons. One, I'm lazy, and two, I'm lazy. And so, but I I've already decided that I'm going to give my hairstylist permission to give me a cool adult man haircut now that my hair is long. Oh, wow. She's not just going to do, literally, she calls it the huge, the usual. She says, you having the huge? Uh-huh. I said, yep, because she just cuts it the same way every time. I'm actually going to allow some loose creativity. What a bad idea. I mean, the mustache was such a huge hit that. I was I was going to say, speaking of haircuts. Oh my God, my lip is so cold. Uh, I need like a sweater or something for it. Uh, what are some good like uh, mustache names like Lip Caterpillar? <laughs> Is that a thing? I feel like there's something caterpillar related that's applied. Yeah, I'm sure there are a bunch of really gross mustache nicknames that are very inappropriate. Face lace. The villain. Oh, these are different. These are different styles. I see. Fifty-five slang words for mustache. Cookie duster. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Face furniture. Do not care for that one. Uh-huh. Lip luggage. I don't. Uh, face furniture could apply to anything. Snot mop. Mm-hmm. Upper lip holstery. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, this is gross. <laughs> it's pretty upsetting. Pretty upsetting. But yes, if, 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 I mean, this will be dated, I'm sure, by the time most people listen, but I sh- did shave it on my Instagram stories. So if you have not gone on, I Instagram storied my, my I shaving of, because I put, I'm a man of the people. I put a poll out there. I asking, asked the poll. Asking, and it was 75% of respondents said, for the love of God, get rid of that thing. It looks terrible. And so I'm a man of the people. And I did as they said, and I'm, I'm squeaky clean. Nice. Instagram oh, has I did that this evening. Yeah, I did just for you guys. I, I couldn't stand one more week of you seeing me in just that horrific <laughs> shape. I think I think the next time I grow, I've kind of decided the next time I grow a mustache, it's going to be when I'm fantastically depressed. Mm. That's going to be like my turn into like. That definitely wasn't this time. No, I did this specifically for quarantine. <laughs> Okay. But next time, when you see me with like a mustache and a bunch of gangly facial hair, you should ask if everything's okay because it's probably okay. not. It's good to know. It's like a canary kind of situation. <laughs> yes, I give right? you a like... free warning. <laughs> Someone yeah, like needs those... to go check on Sean. I don't know. You know, Twitter and Apple, they have like, we have not been served any uh, uh, whatever national security letters so far this year. When the, when the mustache comes back, you don't need to ask, you know. My bummer mustache. Um, yeah, so guys, there's so much exciting stuff going on. I know you guys want to talk about the big story that's going on. We're not going to dance around it. We're going to get right to it. A story that really affects our audience personally. Something that I just found out about the other day. The new flavor of Spindrift. <laughs> this is exciting stuff, guys. Have you heard about this? Are you excited about this? I'm. What's... No. 
I've Googled Spindrift before, so clearly, oh. Well, we got to get you on the train. Uh, Cole was a big Spindrift I guy. Like, I feel like no. we've talked. I haven't had a Spindrift since quarantine started. Oh. But the it, Spindrift was always a thing I got at lunch when I was spending too much money on lunch. Back in those days. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the new flavor? Ready for this? Yeah. The innovators over at the Spindrift Sparkling Water Company are proud to introduce pineapple. Stop it. And it tastes like pineapple. I got some. Wow. You like pineapple, you'll like the pineapple sparkling water. I do like pineapple. How do they not have a watermelon flavor? What are these people doing? I thought, do they not? I thought they had a... Oh, no, they, you're right, they don't. The The trick is that the, the gimmick with Spindrift is they actually, like, juice the fruit and put the juice in the thing. And I don't, can you get actual watermelon flavor out of a juiced watermelon? I'm suspicious. I is, I've had a lot of watermelons over the past couple months. Uh, and okay. I can confirm that drinking the juice out of a watermelon is it's amazing. I don't know no. how much juice you get, but the juice that you get definitely tastes like watermelon. Well, that's that's uh, so on all the spindrifts, they say it took X amount of fruit to make this can. So it'll be like, oh, this has two lemons in it or whatever. And with the pineapple, it was like four pineapple. It was like a crazy number. Really? I, I just don't know how much. Ju- I mean, if you think about it, is pineapple really a juicy fruit? <laughs> I mean, yes. Pineapp- pineapple juice is a thing you can purchase. No, I, I know. But like, think of how many pineapples it takes them to make that. When I think about. Like, I think pineapple is way more juicy than an apple. Uh, like, the apple is so fleshy and, like, you know? So that's where I'm sitting. I'm putting things on that spectrum. Yeah, but but at the same time, it's like, how often? I can never, I don't think I've ever interacted with an actual, like, pine, like a whole, like a whole uncut raw pineapple. Really? Because they're, kind of, they're very spiky. I, you gotta be careful. I don't like. Well, yeah, I don't want to lose any fingers. I mean, I'm not a big pineapple guy in general, but I. Now, did you guys hear about this? I saw this on the. Um, this was a wire cutter thing. Do you know that there's a service called called Maui Gold that will pick a pineapple off a tree in Hawaii, put it in a box, and overnight it to you anywhere in the U.S. for the freshest pineapple you'll ever have. No. That's their whole business. One pineapple. Like, you can only ever get one. Do you have to choose your pineapple wisely? Well, they choose for you. Mm. They also have the most, like, 90s-looking website, which is really fantastic. It's very ghetto. And one pineapple will set you back $40. Well, that seems intense. That reminds me. Oh, I told I we've talked about the canned cheese on this show before. Yes, it was a big hit. It's pretty good. I had some. I finally I finally opened a canned can. cheese. Yeah, Cougar Gold, man. And what what is the use of this cheese? Like what what would you use it for? I mean, you eat it. The it was invented during so the World War like, II. It's not like cheese whip, or is no. it? No, no. It's like a thirty-ounce can of like cheddar cheese. It's like a tuna can or something like that, filled with cheese. Except yeah, but it's, giant. It's huge. It's like this big. It's as big as your head. Um, and it lasts forever. Yeah, it 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 keeps indefinitely, and allegedly gets better with the longer you age it. Like Washington State University Cougar cheese. Yep. Kind of like how the Florida Gators invented Gatorade. Probably something cooler to be known for inventing. Uh, those guys invented cheese in a can. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta order some more. I'm out. Do you order it from this website? Yeah. That's the one. You order it and print it out? Oh, online. I see. Order online. Cougarcheese.wsu.edu. Yeah, man. It's the real deal. It's a big... We had, when we talked about it on the show last time, I, you must not have been here, Dan. Um, yep. We had a, a Boy Scout leader 
uh, that I know in the chat saying it's a great, uh, it's a popular survival item because it, it just, you can't, you can't, it, it's like the cockroach of food. You just can't get rid of it. <laughs> right. Which was the point, I think, if I recall correctly. Yeah, so you're right. It was a, a war sort of thing. Let's say yeah. refrigerate upon arrival. I think it, it ships in like a refrigerated package or like, I don't know if there were ice packs, but it was at least in like styrofoam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What a time. Yeah. So I, I will say that, uh, yeah, we don't have anything to say about protests, not because we don't want to say anything about it, but I think I probably speak for everyone. We have, you know, we have nothing to add to the discourse. Well, except that, well, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't I, know. I, I don't have things like to say, expert. but you know, I, you know, it's, it's, it, is it a good idea to say things? <laughs> I have lots of opinions, but doesn't make them good or valid. Uh, I think it's usually a good idea to say things. I think it's a good idea for you to say things, Sean. I think oh, I, no. trust, no, I trust no, no, your, no, no. your no, no, no. Uh, judgment, but yeah, I don't know. Racism is bad. I mean, I am woke, <laughs> but you know. racism is bad. <laughs> like, uh, you know. I, I, I can't even follow all the things anymore. Apparently at one point we were debating whether fascism was bad or not. Uh, like that, that, like that was half of yesterday, I think. So that, like, I, that was something that had to be debated. I, I don't know. Everyone was saying like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm an anti-fascist. And I was like, Oh, like, I don't, I, I don't know what happened. So I, I think it's safe to say that, that we all are <laughs> against racism and even though we are all probably racist in small ways, it'll get better. Yeah. We're probably all uh, anti-fascist, although I don't know that anyone is fascist. Maybe, well, now that Sean shaved that mustache, maybe he is uh, more anti-fascist than he was. Pro clean face. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, Dan, I, and this, oh boy, see, I'm already starting to sound bad. To me, there are, as you mentioned, a million aspects to what is going on in the world right now. And is racism bad is like the most boring take as far as I'm concerned. Like it's important and people should talk about it and it is a problem. I have opinions on lots of other things that aren't that. I'm going to step aside on that one because I'm okay. not the guy to bring that up. I have thoughts on policing. Okay. I, I have I have thoughts on our our culture and approach to authority. But the sort of race part of it, I'm going to just not touch that. Okay. What, what's Sean's thoughts on policing? Oh boy, you know I got into this. All right, I got into this a little bit on our, believe it or not, on our Super Bowl episode over on Up for Debate, where I was super. <laughs> no, 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 stay with me here. Where I was super grossed out by the just slavish devotion to pumping up and 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 just complete adoration for our military. Now, thank you for your service. Troops are great. Pro troops. This idea, and it's the same with police, this idea that they are infallible simply because they hold a badge or because they wear a camouflage jacket is so false, it infuriates me. And when it becomes, it doesn't become about, it's not that their actions are heroic, it's simply the act of being there is heroic. And to me, that so misses the point. And And it bums me out when it comes to the military, and it really bums me out when it comes to police. And everyone always says, well, not all police are bad. I agree with that. I'm sure there are lots of nice cops. I'm sure there are lots of bad cops. I work with people who suck, and I work with people who are great. It's true in any career. But it's the overall culture of of the idea that we, we've just created a culture where cops are meant to be the most powerful thing, and you can never challenge them. And that really is what bums me out more than anything else. Yeah, it's literally might makes right. Yeah. Uh, well, I I will say, you know, comedians are often... They often say things in a way that gets people to laugh, but it's actually true. I'm sure there's a more eloquent way to put that. Uh, the the Chris Rock thing about how like, you know, a lot other people who defend police say, "Oh, it's just a couple bad apples," but there are there are professions where you can't tolerate a couple bad apples. Like uh, no one like, and he brings this up in the bit. No one, no, you know, American Airlines can't say like, "Oh, most of our pilots are are really good at landing." It's like, no, they all have to be really good at landing. If yeah. they're like, you have to design it so you weed out the ones that aren't really good at landing. That's critical. Uh, 
mistakes can happen. Like in that situation, in that system, then like it is safe to assume that things that happen happen like by accident. And as we've seen, planes don't crash that often. Uh, so, you know, if this were a rare occurrence, it would be easier to say, oh, like it was a misunderstanding, it was a mistake, shit happens, all those things are true. But if it happens often, and then you and then you turn around and say, oh, well, it's just a couple of bad apples. It's like, well, how, why do we let the bad apples in? Like, what, what's the deal well, with this? How, it, we, yeah. But that's, <laughs> I mean, that, that just circles back, though, to nobody standing up. You know, the, the one thing you can't do as a politician is challenge a police union. You know, that'll yes. end, your, that'll end your, your political career right there. The, the This idea, it's one of those crazy things that you don't think about until someone says it out loud. But there, it's very common if a cop is fired in one department for breaking the rules, they can move a couple states over and get a job. And that's totally fine and legal. And nobody ever checks on why they lost their last job. And it's and it's a, a known thing where they hop around these bad cops because there's no system to track them and there's no will to do that. It's the same idea with police buying surplus military equipment. Who thought that was a great idea? No, it's just the police are great and they need more firepower rather than thinking about the actual implications of a Humvee rolling down your street with a bunch of cops on it. But, you know, one of my, I won't say favorite, but I think one of the best tweets in the history of Twitter that I've ever read, and, and it always comes back to me in situations like this, is this was right around the time of the, the Newton uh, elementary school shooting. And someone tweeted, and I'm paraphrasing a bit, but someone tweeted and said, after, after someone went in and shot a bunch of kindergartners and we didn't change our gun laws, I knew it was over. Yeah. And I think about that a lot where it says, what will it really take to change? Now, I know that's kind of gun laws, but it, but it reminds me a lot of, you know, we've seen these police killings over and over. Rodney King was beaten 30 years ago. And nothing has changed. And it goes back even farther yeah. than that. So that that's that's what's really frustrating. Yeah. I feel like the the like the sort of I don't know. I want to say I, misconception is not the right word, but the thing that like is making it that we don't change either of those things is kind of the same thing too. Well, and it's, it, 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 we know the answer in a lot of the cases. I mean, the specifically with George Floyd, uh, who obviously sparked this off police officer knee on his neck for over eight minutes um, in I don't know if it's a majority, but in a large amount of police forces across the country, it's been made illegal to do that. In Minnesota, it happens to be legal. And that's because mm. policing is done at a local and state level, and there aren't a lot of national rules governing these things. And that's part of the problem, is it's much more dangerous to live in some places than it is others simply because of, of a rule on on a piece of paper. And so, so that's why yeah. I, I think it's, you know, uh, I, I think it's, goes without saying that uh, looting is bad and burning buildings and breaking windows is bad. But at the same time, I think uh, I would say protesting is a healthy sign of a democracy. You know, it, it is the people's, you know, speaking. And and when it gets to this stage, the issue is, is anyone listening? That's the unhealthy part, you know? And so yeah. I, I, I continue to try and be optimistic that things will change, but I just go back to that Newton example where, you know, that Newton shooting was how a decade ago, how many years ago? And our gun laws haven't changed one bit. And it's, you know, it's it's hard to not get bummed out about it, but who knows? I mean, you guys live in cities. Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> you know. Obviously yeah. different. You're under, are you both under curfew right now? I believe you know, so. I, I, I was under curfew before. <laughs> I don't know. Just your normal curfew. Colby's curfew. <laughs> right. Nothing, nothing has changed. Um, it was pretty quiet here until yesterday. And then, I don't know. I mean, they had like a big protest during the day and like in into the evening and like way later at night, it kind of got a little wild out there. Um, from what I understand, the, the National Guard is just here now. So there are like Humvees rolling around the city. Yeah, I think I saw on the news, Colby, uh, you were the only person looting the Comp USA. 
<laughs> do they still have comp usas i don't know is that joke too old i was trying to think of like a computer store that wasn't an apple store yeah and that was the a fries electronics you know i don't know yeah i don't know that's that's a oh boy that would be a very inappropriate question i was about to ask just as sort of a fun thought question like if you could loot a store what store would you want to loot and i'm like that sounds in poor taste i stopped myself yeah 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 it's like I don't know. I mean, it's like kind of it's like a little scary, right? Like it's not certainly not normal. But at the same time, I watch like, you know, the the mayor and and whoever, like the D.A. and the all had a press conference and they were like, you know, they had a really like uh, like heartfelt and like meaningful protest. A lot of people came out and, um, you know, it's super illegal that people like smash store window windows and stole shit. But like when it comes down to it, the you can fix buildings and like those, the people who are dead now who shouldn't be dead, like they aren't going to come back. Like you can't fix that. And it's, well, that, that was, you know, I, I've done this a million times and I should know better not to do it. But whenever there is sort of a big national or global event happening, I'm a news junkie. Like, uh, I will happily admit I love the drama, and I've always been fascinated with live news and television, so I just think it's fascinating how they cover it and being in the action and all of that. But I do this thing where I get so deep into it, where I'm flipping between channels, and I'm on Twitter, <laughs> and I'm doing all this shit, and it literally, like, mentally makes me sick. Like, it literally will mess yeah. me up. I had to stop today and be like, I can't, it's not healthy for me to follow it. But that's also partly what gets me, you know, Twitter gets a lot of shit. And sometimes rightfully so, but I've seen a lot of things on Twitter, a lot of videos and a lot of stuff about what's going on that I wouldn't have seen anywhere else. And that is what's really the upsetting part about it is when you see police interacting with peaceful protesters instead of arresting the people who are actually looting and committing crimes. I don't know if you guys did you guys because you have a life you probably didn't. Did you see the president's speech today? I read about it, but I didn't see it. It, it it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. And I try, you know me, I'm Mr. Cool Guy. I don't, I try not to get riled up too much about stuff. But <laughs> him using tear gas and rubber bullets to push back peaceful protesters so he can do a photo op in front of a church just sucked so hard. It was unbelievable. You could not have scripted something that sucked harder than that. And, yeah. you know, it's it's hard to watch. And did you see the thing about how he's trying to hold the Bible for the photo? Oh, my God. How hard is it to hold hold a Bible? Bible, Like it it was on fire? Well, that's someone tweeted like it was burning him that he couldn't that he couldn't (laughs) hold it. But but then there there was a a great I right before we came on, I saw the interview with uh, the bishop or somebody in charge of that church in the church hierarchy who was basically like, I'm disgusted by what he did and was really was really letting him have it. Um, It's just uh, yeah, unfortunately, we're not going to have any answers whatsoever um, no. outside of outside of what support we can we can give. Yep. I don't know. Are there are there any? Uh, I guess I I've heard people say you should wear the masks to also like fool the the facial detection uh, software. Yeah, they've been flying drones around. I saw. Um, mm-hmm. They've they've been definitely collecting information i mean there were again a lot of cameras out there information there was a great one of my favorite um covid coronavirus charts because they have all kinds of different ways they do metrics around it but they track cell phone movement as a way to see you know you see it like normal normal corona it all crashed and you've seen it coming back a little bit and they did charts for these protests and you could see in what cities, you know, you compare New York City or or Atlanta or, or Los Angeles, compare it to Chattanooga or somewhere, and you could see much more movement, and you could you could kind of chart it with the protests. It was a really interesting um, metric. Um, unfortunately, I hope that tracking data isn't being used in a sort of uh, crappy way. Yeah, but. one would hope. Yeah. 
So, do you want to talk about the uh, these restaurants, these robot restaurant waiters? I want to talk about my new headphones. Oh, right. Sorry. I knew there was, there was That's more okay. matter we had to discuss. That's okay. Things have been... Listen, Dan, I know things are tough out there. Things have been going great for old Sean. There's a new Spindrift flavor <laughs> and new headphones. You're uh, back at work. New Spindrift flavor. I went for... I think it's called a, a jog... Is that what people are calling it? I went for a jog today. Um, I made it about eight minutes, half a mile, um, and almost died. So I'm dangerously out of shape. Um, But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about headphones. I have been working from home like you two, and I have been using this $25 Best Buy headset. Piece of crap. Piece of crap. Wow. And since I have another four to six to whoever many weeks working from home, I decided I need to up my game a little bit because I am on the phone a lot. Um, and so I decided to get some nice Bluetooth noise canceling, decent mic headphones. But because I'm me, I couldn't just get one. I had to get two. So wow. I'm doing a an in-person month long. Thank you. Return policies. Uh, headphone side-by-side test between these, uh, is, is it Jabra? Is it like jalapeno Habra? I don't know. I Jabra? heard that said out loud. Jabra? I've got the Jabra. These are the wire cutter picks. The, what are the, 80, 85Hs, I believe. Um, and I've got, can you identify the headphones I'm wearing right now? It's in their signature color. That's right. Yo. This is... The can you see the Microsoft the Microsoft Surface headphones? Oh wow! These are the new uh, Surface headphones two that just came out. Um, that's very exciting. What do those do? So so far, I've had them for a couple days. The first thing I've learned is that Windows is terrible about connecting Bluetooth headphones. The Surface ones worked only okay, which is disturbing because Microsoft made them. And I still have not been able to get the Jabra to connect to them. So, which is the whole point of me buying headphones was to do Microsoft Teams calls on my computer. Not happy. But um, the Windows ones, what's nice about them is they have these great um, circular controls where it's actually a physical thing you can turn to turn the volume on and off. Is it clicky? No, it's not clicky. It just sort of spins nice and clean. Uh, oh. But it makes a little noise, like, doo, 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 you know, as you turn the volume up and down. And this one controls the noise canceling, how much noise canceling. And then they have these big touch pads that you tap and you do stuff on to pause it and skip stuff. Love the controls. I don't like the headband. Not super comfortable on top. Gets uncomfortable after a while. The jobber that I've used, I think the controls aren't as good. They're kind of cumbersome and annoying, but they are more comfortable, I think. Um... So I'm going to keep giving them a shot. Bluetooth is terrible. Uh, honestly, when I, I really should just return both because the rumor is Apple at some point this year is going to do a non-Beats Apple over-the-ear headphone, and I should just buy those. But then again, my AirPods never worked well with Windows anyway, so maybe it's a Windows problem. I don't know. It's frustrating. <laughs> you, you would think, yeah. like, they're everywhere now, and you would think they would just make it work. Well, I think, yeah, I think the problem, what are the problems that you're having? Well, so the the Surface headphones have been generally good. And one of the nice things about both of these is they claim multi-device support. And I've had more luck on the Surface devices where if I'm like doing audio on my computer and I start playing something on my phone, it'll automatically play from the phone. So it's connected to both sort of simultaneously. But the Jabra, it, it has a horrible time. And I had this with my AirPods too. It won't identify them as an audio device. I can connect to the Bluetooth and it just thinks it's a generic Bluetooth device. It's it's probably a Bluetooth um, software issue. It's probably a, a driver issue or something. I haven't been able to figure it out. Um, and even the Microsoft ones worked okay until I downloaded the Surface audio software. And that finally got them sort of working a little bit better. Hmm. Yeah, I I had Jabra Bluetooth headphones or Jabra a long time ago, like 2014 maybe, uh, and they always got disconnected. But I was using them in the uh, the adverse environment of remember the New York City they had these things called subways. And you, you mean you mean like the sandwich the sandwich restaurant? 
No, 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 no. They, yeah, they had those too, but then they also had they had this other worst thing that was called Quiznos. Um, uh, mm, but, but, toasty. Yeah, yeah, but then they had these other things called Subways. They were kind of shaped like a Subway sandwich, except they put people in them. And oh my you, god, that sounds pa- terrible. Yeah, you'd pack them in like like one of those little like turkey turkey packages that they whip out of the little bar behind the subway counter, and that's how you get to work. Sounds like a nightmare. But, oh yeah, and let me yeah. <laughs> You used to have to go to work. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, it never worked. Like I would get out of the subway, and then it would just like it would just disconnect and sit there and turn it on and off again in the middle of the street. It was not a, not a good but thing. That, but that's what's great about the Apple universe is my AirPods work 100% of the time with my iPhone. Well, they work perfectly, and that drives me crazy because nothing else does that. And I'm like, <laughs> Why? Bluetooth is not new. It's been around for like two decades. Like, I don't know why we can't do it. Um, So I will report back. I'm excited. So far, Uh, so good. I, I, I like I actually think these look really nice in the white. I will say and that signature sort of slate that sort of like grayish. They look cool. Windows color. Um, Also, these have more of a round cup and the jobbers have more of a of an oval cup. Uh, and I think the Oval Cup are going to be more comfortable on my ears, but we'll see. So, TBD, TBD, come back, learn, learn about the exciting conclusion of that story. So, I my front matter is I have hooked up. I took an air. Oh wait, did I talk about this? I took an air conditioner that that uh, isn't smart, and I made it smart, but not with a smart outlet, but with an RF transceiver or emitter i guess maybe not doesn't look like it's ringing any bells so uh i hooked up uh a wi-fi uh radio emitter and i taught it how to speak the the protocol that the remote for the air conditioner speaks and then i hooked up this thing called homebridge uh mm-hmm. homebridge yeah, yeah yeah we've talked about homebridge so yeah. yeah i have my first homebridge thing running where if uh, i say hey dingus uh, turn on the air conditioner. It talks to Homebridge, and then Homebridge talks to this Wi-Fi, this extremely sketchy ch- uh, Chinese uh, uh, RF emitter that that had like no translations in the uh, in the app at all. And then that thing talks to the air conditioner and turns the air conditioner on. It's pretty cool. Nice. Now, does that mean you? don't have an air conditioner anymore that just like turns off and on if the power turns off and on that's correct oh damn you, you can, if you want to come to brooklyn you can get one if you want another one i'll, I'll give you that one <laughs> no I don't. it's free it doesn't have any of the side things though so you have to build those yourself each year each year i build them out of copious amounts of duct tape <laughs> delightful uh du- but duct tape saran wrap I, I I'm hoping that in my in my future, uh, as you know, as I continue to be unable to go outside for one reason or another, that I can do more cool home bridge, uh, home automation stuff. So I'm going to report back on that. Well, I'm waiting for the smart lock on your door that doesn't open until coronavirus goes away. So <laughs> let me know how that goes. Uh, no, that's great. I, I would love to steal some of your ideas. Um, well, my, my right. ultimate idea that I don't know if you can do this, Sean, but I want the automatic blinds. I want to make my own automatic blinds. So do you remember the Kickstarter I backed? Yes. Okay. I still oh, yeah, have not gotten it. I've been told it's coming soon, and that at least is it's more for curtains than for blinds. I right. thought long and hard about, I mean, really, you just need, because it's a simple, like, open or, cl- you really just need a motor that you can yes. send electricity to. Yes. <laughs> you know, run motor for X number of seconds. Do you remember the the old, um, I'm sure, the Lego robots that you could build and program? Yeah, Mindstorm? Yes. They still make some version of that. That seems like the one of those platforms that might be so simple, and they have, like, motors and stuff you attach to it. I bet you could build something with one of those and, and a couple simple motors. Well, I always wanted Lego Mindstorms growing up and I never got it. So this could be my opportunity. I, I didn't coach. I assistant coached a competitive Lego Mindstorms team. 
What? Of youths. Yes. Youths? And we went we went to the regional competition and didn't win, but we did pretty good. Wow. What did you, what did you build? Yeah, what wait, kind I of have lots of did you storm? What, yeah, what, so, what is it? What is what is a competition evolve? How did this happen? Yeah, so it's an official Lego thing that they that they do. They do it nationwide. Um, they might even do it globally. I don't know. But every year they have a challenge where they give you like a big ass mat and you build the Mindstorms robot to do a bunch of tasks. And it's all simple stuff like lift this and move it over here or, or stack these on top of it or things like your little robot can do. And everybody in the world has the same set of challenges. And so your goal is to make the best robot to do all of the challenges in a certain amount of time. And so that's what we would do. So we would spend months working on this robot and fine tuning. We have different teams. Okay, you're doing this one and you're doing this one. And eventually you go and you do it live at a competition. So all the teams are there and there's a judge with a stopwatch who, who literally who literally manages the competition and then you you win. Assuming you're the fastest. Whoa. So you practice it's basically like uh, Great British Bake Off, but for Lego robots, you go home and you're you're practicing these different recipes. Then you have to do it live in front of an audience. Yeah, you essentially spend all year doing it, and you can only you know the team the team was I think eight or ten people, but you would only you were only allowed I think two people to actually interact with the robot on the table during the competition, and so everyone kind of had to be on the same page. It was all pre-programmed, and you would have to swap in and out parts on the robot to like do different tasks, and you'd have to run it in a certain amount of time. And um, so it's it's cool. a there's videos of this on YouTube. I mean, it's been around. This was twelve years ago. I mean, it's been around for a long, long time. Um, hey. Yeah, Colby, uh, you, were you gonna say something? I just said, "Whoa!" How did you get involved in this? So it sounds like you didn't do this yourself. No. So my high school had a team, but when I started high school i don't know if the funding got cut or what but then they somehow moved it to the middle school and so by the time i was later in high school i i was just i was a big lego guy and people just kind of word got around i don't know but i was asked to assistant because we had like an adult a full-on adult chaperone but i was asked to um, who was actually a real life engineer. Um, and I was asked to assistant coach and come to the practices and the meetings and, and help them out for, for a season. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of, That's it so was a cool. lot of fun. It was very creative and it was a, a fun way for the nerdy kids to, to get out and compete a little bit. And, uh, yeah, nothing like competition day. I have, I actually have a, like a VHS video somewhere of the competition we did that year. I'll have to see if I can, if I can find it and pull Ooh, a copy. Yeah, digitize it. Are, I'm sure, I'm sure it's very funny. <laughs> are Lego Mindstorms like still a thing? Like you can still get them? Lego does still make robotics. I don't know if it's still called that. Um, oh no, it is still called Mindstorms. And I'm sure they're way more advanced than... What we had, yeah, Mindstorms, three hundred and fifty bucks for the full one. But I mean, it was really—I I will say—you know—it was one of those like teach kids to code things, and it wasn't—it wasn't really coding, but it was like how did one one action triggers another, and and all that kind of stuff. It was—it uh, was really really neat for the time. <laughs> they have color sensors, infrared. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy blogs about because adults get these and they're like, you know, they'll build a machine that can sort M&Ms in rapid time. Or I mean, that's a simple one, but, you know, uh, people who build all kinds of crazy stuff. So that's uh, what I'm saying. I think this might work for your. You could probably run a smart home off one of these guys. Oh, I'm sure someone's God. tried. Wait, 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 wait. Has someone ever built a house out of Legos and then made it smart with Mindstorm? Oh, shit. Oh, you'd be How a cool hero be? to many kids out there. <laughs> I was looking through my my bookmarks. Did you ever do that? Just go through and look oh, at all yeah. this stuff you've ever read. And they're all ancient, that. and it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing that earlier today, and I found this like like block fest thing, which is like a Lego convention that they hold all over the place, and they take over these huge convention halls, and you can go in and see all these different creations. And I was looking at the photo on the page, just massive swarm of people and like 
the Javits Center or something. It's like, oh, I'm not going to get to go to Blockfest anytime soon. No, sir. I'm, I'm already planning my trip to Orlando in February for my next trade show, so hopefully things are a little more normal by then. The Idaho Blockfest is the next one scheduled. Maybe that one will go off. They're certainly going to try. Um, Rick Blockfest. I was trying to Google it, and Blockfest seems to be a different thing for yes. <laughs> small, I was, small children. I was confused at first. What, like wooden blocks? Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday at the Javits Center. Come on down for Blockfest 2020. What? Oh my god, there are pictures of people just sitting in like a floor covered entirely in Legos, which seems so painful. Yep. I was were you guys big Lego kids? Yeah. I mean, there's always a bigger Lego kid, right? I definitely had Legos. But it was I didn't have thousands of Legos. Now, for me, the question you always have to ask, and this says a lot about your personality. Were you a free builder or were you get the set and follow the instructions, kid? Free builder. I don't I don't really remember. I I I probably must have built some sets, but that I don't remember ever building them. So maybe I did build the set, but like I my memory would like mix up. the set pieces in with the rest of them. And yep, yep, yep. That's that's my memory. I would definitely build the sets, but then, like, I would build it once when I got it. And then it would get repurposed into other things. Now, I think See, this can say several different things about you, like, depending. Because I bet for me, if I had to go back in time and, like, triangulate what I think was going through my head, I bet it was less about, like, oh, I want to be creative and, like, you know, I'm not constrained by anything, man. It was probably more like, oh, like I don't have the patience to sit here and read these instructions and like do this exactly the same way. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna build whatever I want. But you're kind of like, but you're kind of like that now, though. When you when oh, you build absolutely. digital stuff, you know, it's kind of the same idea. Oh, absolutely. I'm the same way now. But like, I think you could look at that behavior and think that I'm some sort of like freewheeling artist who's going to become like the next architect. Uh, <laughs> but that was not my motivation, if I had to guess. Hmm. I actually like I liked doing them by the instructions like I do remember once in a while I would go back through my giant bin and like redo a set from the instructions so, which was super annoying because you, you had to go keep the, the like the pieces separate no oh yeah no but I don't know I don't know why yeah as somebody uh, who has lots of anxiety and likes things planned. I think it's unsurprising to anybody that I loved the sets. I loved following the directions and I would put the sets in individual Ziploc bags to make sure the pieces did not mix. Um, and mm. I would get very mad at my younger brother who <laughs> would then take the pieces and did whatever he wanted with them. Um, Classic word business. Oh, honestly, I'm surprised I didn't glue them together to, to, to be real. Um, <laughs> I, I, almost never just built with the loose with the loose Legos. I was always a set guy, so hmm. oh well. Yeah. I missed Man. that. Yeah, those were pretty good times. I know I talked about this on the show years ago, but there was this startup that was doing like Netflix for Legos, Netflix DVDs for Legos back then, which is kind of funny to think about. Um, But where they would like mail you a set or two every month and you could build it and then send it back. Oh, geez. Yeah. And I'm like, that's exactly what I want is like the fun of building it and then just like, okay, done. You can have it. Like, I don't want to keep them. Um, I'm sure they're doing a great business now. What a great coronavirus business. Yeah, I wonder if it's still around. I was wondering, you know, it's not like Blockbuster where it's very easy to tell if the DVD is broken or whatever. How do they how do they tell if a kid hasn't like accidentally eaten one of the Legos? Yeah, it's you know, they claimed they had a way, but I think you're right. I think someone would have to go through and individually do a Wait, maybe they made a Lego piece sorter out of like a mind <gasps> to run the business off. What? Of. What? 
I'm, I'm sure I'm sure again it would be like Christmas for me where you get it and you open it up and each piece is in like a special little compartment so you know they're all there <laughs> and I just open it <gasps> it's beautiful that would be really that. satisfying um yes. yeah uh guys we are at the 45 minute mark if you wow. can believe it uh we can talk about tech news we can do oh some God. picks I guess if we have any um netbricks.biz yes dot biz bring it back <laughs> sounds legitimate plans and pricing unlimited only 29 dollars a month god that's a oh, good deal the, that's not even the cheapest plan there's there's plans beyond unlimited i mean how many of those do you think you could do in a month 10 i don't even like two a week yeah, it, for $60 a month, I don't understand what the difference... Oh, I see. You get it faster. For $40 oh. a month, you get multiple Lego sets, and you get them all at once. Get new shipments every 60 days. Start with $200 worth of Legos. Two months. Because well, now they have really neat... Like, like they have, like, the Washington Monument and, like, the Capitol Building, and they got, like, like cool, sexy-looking Legos. Not any of this, like, dopey sort of childish stuff. Like adult right. Legos. Adult Lego. Did you guys ever do any 3D puzzles? Yes. No. Horrible product. So. Hated 3D puzzles. <laughs> so basically, Dan, you got to Google it because my expecta- my sort of explanation won't help. But basically, it's almost like, what if we had puzzles, but they were 3D? And so the pieces were like these like thicker foam puzzle pieces. And you, you would literally kind of... I don't know how to describe it. It was just sort of like... It's a 3D puzzle. It's it's just mm, a. It, oh, I remember seeing these in like the mall. Yeah, like the the pieces were like styrofoam, kind of. Yeah, they they had they had and so they bent a little bit. They flexed. Um, like me, I flex all the time. But whoa, he's flexing <laughs> flex, right now. Flex, flex on fools. Um, it's a flex flex. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's good to know 3D puzzles are at least still a thing. They got a Game of Thrones 3D puzzle. <laughs> the Red no, Keep. We're never gonna I don't know what that episode, is. But have you noticed, like, like, Game of Thrones really cashed out in the, over the last year? Like, there's all these different weird mobile apps that look really stupid. And yeah, that's all. I, I just want to say that. They really destroyed the brand in many ways. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of funny with these. I don't want to call it a flash in the pan because that might not be fair. I guess we'll see. But it's like, they do you know they just released or they're very soon releasing a new Twilight book? I heard that. Like, talk about way after cultural relevance on that one. Uh, and yeah. I think there's a new Hunger Games book at some point, too, in that series. Yes. And it's like, when is, is has Game of Thrones already hit that point? Because isn't there is another book coming, right? Yes that he's been working on forever. Like at what point are people going to just not care? I mean, I feel like I'll read the book if it comes out. I will too. I, you know, I don't think it really matters for him because no matter if he does, it doesn't matter if he does finish the book because he's set for life. And if he does finish it, there'll be a set of a a large set of people in, in terms of like, book sales that are going to buy it so but i guess i guess my question is will it because there are franchises that have had comebacks mm-hmm. uh, the, for some reason the first one that comes to my mind is battlestar galactica don't know why yeah um don't know why because i've never seen any of it but uh but i do know it had a comeback um i, I, do, I do you think game of thrones could potentially be that on an infinite time scale, everything will get remade. Oh, boo! But, but boo. will it be good? Uh, I don't but know. Will anyone care? I guess I should say, ten years from now, will people be like, "God, you know what I really loved? Game of Thrones." They should bring that back. <laughs> I don't know. Like, bring it back. Like, it, it's still too fresh for me to even consider consider that. Bring it back, and not fresh in a good way. Like fresh in a what if? No, but I. Oh god! Like you know, we've really gone off the rails here. But I remember, uh, you know, before the new season came out last year, I rewatched some of the the stuff, and like those first 
four seasons were so good. Like I was watching season four and I was like, wait a second. Like every other episode is some landmark thing. Like every other episode, I'm like, oh yeah, right. This is the best episode ever. And then the next episode comes, I'm like, ah, like I can't believe all these things happened in one like time span in 2015. Uh, so it, it was a good show. So maybe I I could still see myself in a couple of years being like, I want to rewatch it. And then like, you know, some would say like Battlestar Galactica, I would just kind of, you know, trail off uh, <laughs> towards yeah, the I end. Mean, I don't think they've, they've driven it into the ground or anything like that. I mean, I don't think they, to, to me, when I think of driving it to the ground, I think of the walking dead, mm-hmm. which they have just decimated into dust. <laughs> um, and so I, it could, I don't see why not. I, I, I didn't, didn't watch it the first time, so I'm not going to watch it again, but I think it's interesting to think about, uh, things like Pokemon cards. Like, Will there ever be another trading card game that is that popular, or or have like has trading cards as as a whole thing? Is that that whole thing just over? Yeah, that's a good because uh, it, it spawned a bunch of competitors at the time, but I don't think anything's really. No, like Pokemon itself is still very popular in in its various incarnations. Well, and so is Magic: The Gathering, and yeah, Digimon, Digital Monsters, never at the at the level of like i remember like kids in elementary school they would just have a couple they would just have three or four pokemon cards and they would bring them with them everywhere uh but that was also i mean that was a big cross media hit yep you know unlike magic was which was pretty much just the cards i mean you had video games and tv shows and it was a little more that's that's sort of an interesting thing about game of thrones is you have the books you have the tv show um, there's there's yep. a little more to that universe. To me, it's like Lord of the Rings. It's like is it, 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 um, is it Amazon bought the TV rights and they're working on a big sh- a big stupid expensive show right now. <laughs> um, and but will anybody care? I don't know. I find it interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Have we have we have we moved? Because even by the last Hobbit movie, I think people were kind of like, uh, you know, <laughs> enough is enough. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> the hobbit they also like dragged it out so much like yeah like oh we'll make the six movies (laughs) did you remember we went to see uh the hot one of the hobbit movies in new york city at a time when you could go on the subway and we were coming back like late at night and we got on a subway and the train didn't leave for like 30 minutes while we watched like a crew of people just come into the station and hose everything down. Yes. It was crazy. Yeah. That, that became super relevant, you know, recently when they, now they do that super frequently and for even longer, they do that all night. Uh, have have you seen the uh, crazy, uh, you super duper UV light they're using now? Yes. I got to get one of those from my house. Yeah, everything will be sterile. No life will exist. That's that's what I'm aiming for. I just fry the cat. Oh yeah, no! Say, <laughs> poor cat. All right, uh, let's get to picks because I do want to talk about my pick, even though okay. I, I take responsibility for this digression. No, it was a good digression. We weren't going to really talk about tech news anyway. So, uh, Dan, what yeah. do you got? So, uh, one of those like. I don't know. I know Colby has an Apple TV. I don't know if you do, Sean, but you when you boot it up, it, it goes to the Apple TV app, which is a confusing thing. Anyways, there's a there's an app that has the Apple TV stuff, and there's little house ads that play silently in the background, Netflix style. One of them was for this show called House. I don't remember why I clicked it on, but I, I did. I was like, oh, this looks cool. And it's all in 4K, and it's all like super-duper surround sound and stuff. Uh, but this show is basically like chef's table, but for houses. So they go out and they find like interesting people who've made interesting houses, whether it be like super efficient or like, like one of them is the house is inside of a greenhouse. So like their yard is always summer in Sweden, which is really cool. Like a house that's made entirely out of clay pots. Uh, and like, like chef's table style, it's just really cool 
views of the house and little panning shots and they talk about how they made it and their journey and stuff. So, and they're only 30 minutes. So nice, pretty short, easy, something you can watch over dinner before you go to bed. Nothing, no, uh, no drama. You can just watch someone's house. Uh, frustratingly, they never explain how they get all the money, all these, you know, starving artists to build these beautiful mansions out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but if you can set that aside, it's a nice, uh, little fantasy you can go on very cool yeah no i there's really nothing else to watch on apple tv so right it's like uh, <laughs> anyone who's bought an apple product in the last year has a subscription so put right. it to use and give this a shot yeah and it's the 4k dolby vision it's gonna look super great so that's awesome some eye candy very cool pick home on apple tv plus um colby's gone oh bye colby it said he left, so Colby left. So maybe, maybe the helicopter came back. Maybe maybe he unplugged something in his crazy setup. Uh, while he's gone, Dan, have I talked about Freshly on the show before? Freshly? Freshly? No, I don't think so. Okay, great. Um, I I thought I talked about it to somebody somewhere, and you guys are the only people I talked to, so I wasn't sure. Um, so you're familiar, obviously, with the oh, it, whoa, oh. ah. Um, my, oh, what, what is, what is happening here? My computer just auto updated on me. Like, shut, shut off. It pulled a Windows XP. It pulled a Windows XP. All right. People are around the AirPods now. What? What is it you know what's really annoying about while well, he's figuring that out um, is that the camera and audio quality is at least at minimum as good on your phone as it is when it works. Uh, this is why I'm setting Matt up with a camera tripod and an adapter and all the stuff so we can use his phone for the show. It's surprisingly good. Mm. Um, but anyway, nice. when when you hopped on, I was going over my pick um freshly uh which is you're familiar with the blue aprons and the hello freshes of the world they send you the ingredients but what if someone already cooked those ingredients well that's what freshly is out to find out uh they send you the meals already made um already prepared in little it's basically like a tv dinner except not frozen fresh not frozen um <laughs> And you can get freshly frozen, fresh. What? Yes, exactly. It flash froze. No, 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 no. They really are fresh. I mean, they just keep them cold. They're made and sent to you. Um, you can do four, six, eight, twelve, however many you want to in a week to pay for. Uh, and they have a menu of usually between 20, 24, 28 options you can choose from. Now, they're not all new every week. I would say probably out of, let's say, 25, I would say probably seven or eight rotate week to week um and the rest are usually pretty similar um but i gotta say they're really not bad they're actually pretty good uh if you like the recipes the the, the biggest downside for me is they're small they're about 500 calories each which to me is like an okay lunch not really a big enough dinner like it's just barely enough to get me full and i'm really a pig so i i do feel left a little light um, but the quality I think is really great. The taste is very good. Um, I haven't loved every meal they've sent me, but there've none I've really hated. Um, and I've tried a bunch of different recipes. So I've gotten it a couple of times. I actually have a box coming tomorrow. So, um, it's just nice to mix up. I wouldn't do it every week. Cause I think that's, they, they don't rotate the recipes in and out enough, but I think every two or three weeks, it's nice. Uh, there is no nicer feeling than just three minutes in the microwave. And you have a pretty decent dinner that, that doesn't taste frozen. So I would say they've got all kinds of coupons and deals. Frankly, I've got one of those refer codes where you get 20 off and I get 20 off, whatever. But they got all kinds of coupons. So if you're curious and want to give it, I would say it's, I think, worth at least trying a week and seeing if you like it. Um, Freshly.com. That's cool. Sweet. Yeah, you could do a lot worse. Um, I'm so lazy. I've moved beyond cooking my own meals to making someone else do it. So, which is sad because now I'm working from home. I got all the time in the world. I can start dinner at four <laughs> o'clock if I wanted to, but instead I'm like, oh, this this one's like two thirty in the microwave. Okay, you're you're back working at home. I've never left. 
Oh, I thought you, for some reason, I thought you had gone back. Nope. I, I pop in once in a while for stuff, but I'm pretty much full-time work from home and, and will be probably through at least June. Okay. Depending on how many people in mass get the Rona. Um, Colby, do you have a pick or? Yeah, I do. So uh, I didn't put it in the sheet because my computer pooped out. Um, but my, so we can, oh, I'm mobile now, so we can just go see it. Whoa, <laughs> my, I love it. Uh, for my birthday, my mom sent me an indoor herb garden thing. Here, let me see how if I can see. If I when can he turns around the camera, I so want it to be weed. Oh, <laughs> it's no, legal. not, not uh. weed, but uh, I don't know. Maybe they have pods for that. You get these little pods and put them in, and then it just like works. But I don't know. It works. Like, look, there are plants in my house. So, so, so what are you growing? Basil. This is this is Thai basil. This is thyme. That's dill, mint, and regular basil. So, wait. Question: What does this machine do for you? Uh, it does. It does all of the like watering. Wow. I don't know how to... Oh, I got my face back. Yeah, it like, you have to put water in it, like, once a month and put, like, plant food in it once every two weeks. But otherwise, it does everything. Plant... You put... How, how does it distribute the plant food between the various plants? All right, so... <laughs> Skin of stuff, <laughs> So, like, the... Uh, this is the worst... It's a, it, it's, a, it's a pretty home accessory. Yeah, so, it looks great. So, like, this black part is, like, a water tank. Yeah. So, so if, I don't know if you can see inside there. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's basically, like, hollow. Like, these aren't in pots. They're just, like, in the water, sort of. So there's, like, a thing in here. Like, you hear every once in a while it, like, is squirting water around in there. Gross. And he's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so the water, like you just put the plant food in the water and it gets like distributed to them that way. I can't, cool. I can't wait for Colby to get drunk and put a K-cup in one of those. <laughs> it's not making coffee. Maybe, maybe that would grow coffee beans, Sean. You never know. Ooh. Uh, no, hey, but that's really going to up your cocktail game. Mm-hmm. K-cups? Oh, no, fr oh, having herbs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fresh no. herbs. I have to trim that the Thai basil plant. It's like taken over. I don't know what to use Thai basil for, but I'm gonna guess Thai food, but maybe not. Probably, yeah. Basilian maybe. food? That's Brazilian. Um <laughs> that joke. I, I would be shocked if someone hasn't made one of those for weed yet. Someone must have. Oh, it's probably where it originated. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was designed for. Um, no, hey, that's that's great. Great gift. Great gift idea. That was pretty good. It fit nicely in my little shelf there. It, so one thing that was weird is like by default, the. Like it has a timer and the light goes on and off. It, Mostly it goes on for a long time and then it shuts off on its own for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but the, like, the default time it's on, like for herbs, it's on for like 18 hours and it was on until like 2 a.m. or like 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so I, just, I decided to solve that problem by just changing its clock. To I noticed. Like several time zones ahead. Uh, so it shuts off at like 11 now because it's like, it's not my apartment's not that big. There's not that many places I can put it. It's right next to the TV, so I'm just like staring at a, a light that imitates the sun <laughs> while, uh, while I try and watch TV at night. Now, it's brutal. Uh, does it know what plants it has? Does it like adjust the sun for the plants that it has in it? So when you put the plant, when you set it up, like you get the plants all together and you put them in. And, like, when you start it for the first time, you tell it, like, what kind of plant it is. Okay. So, so like, you couldn't do, like, well, not, I mean, you could. You it could, doesn't have, like, RFIDs in, in the soil. No. no, that'd be crazy. Uh, yeah. That'd be cool. 
but it was it was very manual. Nice. Yeah, it seems great to work. pick. Wow, we got a well. we, we got a between uh, the the we got a very eco sort of sort of uh, healthy round of picks here. It's great. Um, wonderful. Well, that's pretty much going to wrap up our show this evening. Uh, before we go, I want to remind everybody over at Up for Debate, UpForDebate.tv, we're going through the Rocky movies. We just watched Rocky Four, what is now one of my favorite movies of all time, because it is Bananas with a capital B. Um, <laughs> absolutely out of control. Matt and I, we, we ended up going, I think, over an hour and a half. We could not stop talking about Rocky Four. It's, it is really a great episode, and it's a great movie, so um, go check that out over at Up for debate.tv or wherever you get your podcasts uh just search up for debate uh that is it for this show don't panic.io is our website it's very nice these gentlemen uh maybe they don't want credit for making it but they did um and you can go there and get the episodes the audio the video the pics all that's right there you of course subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts overcast stitcher spotify apple podcasts we're just about everywhere and of course the video version on youtube and of course you can get a hold of us at don't panic show on twitter and email us at uh, don't panic show at is the email address you can hit us up there um on behalf of colby and dan i'm sean everybody stay safe out there um go and uh exercise your first amendment rights um and be great and we'll see you next week for another don't panic This has been a coffee and beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.